Nicola, and welcome to Mediumship Reflections with me, Samper Psychic Medium. will be an interesting reflection on mediumship, spirituality, self-development, spiritual development, my experience and journey. So welcome. Thank you so much for being here with me and it's so nice to share this time as we can discuss these interesting topics and reflect on these interesting things all to do with mediumship and our spiritual development. So welcome to the very first podcast. And the first podcast is an introduction, of course. So, of course, I want to tell you all about me, about the medium, and everything that I'm involved with. And also, as well as just introducing me, I want to discuss how I started, and tell you a bit about my story, where I all begun, and what set me off on my path as a medium, as well as bringing you up to date with me right now. So, first of all, thank you very much for joining me again. Lovely to see you. As you know, my name is Sam Pert, Psychic Medium, and this is the Mediumship Podcast, the Mediumship Reflections Podcast. So it's lovely to see you all. So me as a medium, so I think really when I need to talk about me as a medium, I think it's important to discuss really why I am a medium. Why, why do I do it? Because I think it's a really interesting question, and I think it's at the heart of all, all what I do as well. So why do I do what I do as a medium? So I do, I'm a medium because I have a wish to bring spirits voice. That's why the caption on my Facebook page is a voice for spirit. And my aim is to bring the messages from spirit in their voices without interpretation. And not just bring them, but by bringing them, bring their light, bring their their inspiration and joy to those on earth uh, through their messages. It's being a medium is, I always think how lucky I am to become, be a medium. It's, it's not an easy avenue to take in life and I understand that, but I haven't done this. I don't take things easily. I do what needs to be done really at the end of the day. With me, I'm very much what you see is what you get. And this is why it's important that as my mediumship, this is how I work. Um, I'll always give you just what I get. And so so consequently, as my mediumship has been developing, I've found that, that, that it does take time to get in that right position too. Um, it's, it's not just simply a case of just giving what you get because we'll find that when we're developing our rational mind will always come in and go, are you sure about that? Are you sure that's not one of your thoughts you're getting? And so through training and development, that's how I've been able to learn what is truly spirit and what are my thoughts. So that just takes time and development. It's not a, it's not a fast thing. It's not a slow thing. It's, development is a very individual thing. And I think that that's 
one thing that I want to, to get out, you know, we do things at the time that is right for us and we we walk along our, our spiritual path when the time is right for us. We must never compare ourselves to others. We must always go along the path in a way that is right for us. And because you find that if we start to get this, this um, resistance in our spiritual path, that's probably because we're pushing too hard with something because something isn't supposed to happen. Um, and so that's, we need to look out for these signposts as we're going along our spiritual path. When when we're working with spirit, we're working in the flow. So as well as being a medium, I also teach. I do lots of development. I do mediumship mentor programs. I do those one on a one-to-one level um, through Zoom. And I also do them on a group um, platform through Zoom as well where I really help people to find their voice in mediumship. So all of my podcasts are coming from an angle of reflecting on what I do and how I practice as a medium, but then reflecting on practices I've seen, best practice, good practice, uh, what we should be looking out for, what things in our development. So these podcasts are really going to cover a lot of different angles of things, and I hope they, they will find you know, be, be of interest to you, you know. But I definitely feel that that you will get some um, some learning, I would hope, you, it would happen in every podcast. Um, but as I say, um, this is my very first one. So like mediumship, it's a journey uh, where, you, where every step with a connection you take is almost a step into that, that nothingness of, of nothing there until you connect to spirit and then, then, then it flows. And I suppose that's like these podcasts. I've never done podcasting before, um, and I hope you enjoy them. I hope to, um, I hope you really enjoy these podcasts and what I do in them, and for to really enhance um, your life in a way. And, you, and also, the beauty of podcasts is because you can listen to them. You can listen to them when you're doing your housework, and you can make you think about things when you're doing your housework, washing up. Um, you know, when you even going out for a run, you can have a listen while you're going out for a run. It can make you contemplate, make you think about things, you know. So, yeah. And also, as well as a teacher, I also do demonstrations. I do demonstrations online and in Zoom. And and I say online and in Zoom, and also in person too. Um, I, I demonstrate at churches, but I also demonstrate out there in the community, if you like, for non-church events, um, doing evenings of mediumship. And I do them all over the place, and they go down really, really well. And I always enjoy um, that connection to spirit. It's lovely to have people face-to-face and 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 bring them their beautiful connections with spirit, you know. Um, as well as that, I also appear on a number of different platforms as well. I appear on Spiritual Psychics TV, on that um, that wonderful channel and network, and also I appear on the Facebook page of the Derek, Friends of Derek Akora, which is a huge honour as well, um, to be selected to be part of that team by Gwen and, um, and Sam and everybody. It's a real pleasure to be part of that team. So I... And as well as that, I also am the medium for One Entity Paranormal Investigators Worldwide too. Um, so I'm quite busy out there really doing a lot of different aspects of things. And I think it's really important to um, to know that there's there's more than one just side, to, more than one side to what I do. And I th- 
to know that there's there's many aspects. Of course, I also do one-to-one readings as well and live streams on my Facebook page as well. And that's um, facebook.com forward slash Sampert Psychic Medium. And yeah, I do many one-to-one readings too for people online and face-to-face. So you could say I'm quite busy, um, but I enjoy what I do and I love what I do and that's why I do it. Because I think with this type of work with mediumship, you have to have that passion there. For me, it's been like a calling. I'll explain about a bit more about that in a minute. But I feel it's really important about having a passion, having a love for something that really, by talking about it, people can learn from it. And by listening to it, people can gain more from it. And so this is why I really hope that as many people can listen to these podcasts and access them as possible because that that way they can hopefully develop a connection with spirit and and receive messages from their loved ones. Of course, I do need to say I would never ever say I'm trying to convert people at all. Um, that's not what I do. I simply work as a medium and people are entitled to hold their views. I respect other people's views and just like they should respect mine really. So I am very much of that school. And I would never tell people what to believe. So, so yeah, that's a bit about me. So how I started. So we're going back, believe it or not, we're going back 14 years now for how I started off. Um, now, I believe, actually, I've always had the ability to do mediumship. It's just that you have to wait sometimes for that right point in your life before it becomes the right moment to really open it up and discover um, more, almost like open up spiritually and that spiritual path to open up before you and decide to walk down it. You have to be in that right place at that right time, I feel. Sometimes we have the imprint to be able to, to just go straight down that path as a child. Other times, like me, I, I was one of these people where actually I was... I was fortunate that things sort of got into place, if you like, not completely into place, but I had a house, I had a career, and things were flowing for me at that point. And then almost like became a level almost. Um, Things were almost at a level. And then I was like, okay, then so I need to know what more of these things are about. Of course, the other way people come to following their spiritual path is through things when they they come into perhaps a lot of loss and bereavement in their family. They may come upon a disaster. Um, They may almost touch death, if you like, um, with maybe an illness or an accident. And it's that that makes them question, what is this all about? What's going on here? And so with me, I'd say I was fortunate in that sense that I didn't come into mediumship through a an accident or a, a just a really difficult situation. I believe some people call it the dark night of the soul as well. Um, but I I just refer to it as an accident. I'm very I'm very one thing you can rely on with me is I'm very grounded and what you see is what you get. So um so we could call it a dark night of the soul but that's quite dramatic. Um, I prefer to call it Maybe they had an accident or a trauma 
Um, it could be to do with a relationship, with an illness. Many, many things could happen to make someone go, what is this all about? It doesn't have to happen to them. It can happen to people around them even to make them go, wow, what's going on here? So for me, I was really fortunate in the fact that when I was, I reached this sort of plane and then it was a point of like, right, so what is this all about? And this was 14 years ago in 2008. And so at that time, I was watching a DVD of a paranormal program that was very popular back in 2008. And I was watching that that DVD and it just made me start to wonder, like, so what? what is that that they're doing? I can see this person in there. Um, interestingly, that, that person was Derek Akora, um, who I'm now working on his page, which is really incredible. But that aside, I was watching this DVD and I was thinking, well, I can see that they're picking up these things and they're detecting these things. These beeps are going off and and all this stuff. And, and at that time, I, was, I had done no paranormal investigation at all at that point. And so I discovered, right, I realised that uh, being the logical kind of person I was, I wanted my own evidence. So I thought, right, I'm going to go and get my own evidence. So that is what I did at that time, because as well as being a medium, I'm also a musician. And at that time, I was teaching someone the piano accordion. They were one of my students. Um, and she's an old family friend, um, we're leaving her name anonymous, um, she's a lovely, lovely person, very open-minded, and and so I asked her during a lesson, and I said, would you mind, do you fancy going on a paranormal investigation? And so what happened was we did, and that was at RAF Hometon, which is a secret underground bunker um, right near just to the other side of Hull. An incredible place it is. The beauty of RF Hampton is it is all sealed off because it's all underground. So you've got no outside noise, you've got no lights getting in the way or anything. It's it's really um it's just a huge built out of concrete. And so what happened was I went there with an open mind and then before I knew it, I was I was going around this base and I would say, well, there's a van over there, and I'm sensing a woman over here. I'm sensing this, I'm seeing that. And it was really interesting, because the, the medium that was on that night actually said to me, you know, you should you should think about becoming a medium, because you're picking everything up, and you're, you're sensing what I'm sensing too. And so that was a huge initial validation for me. And so... I thought, wow, this is really interesting, and it feels kind of right. I think that's the other thing that's really important as well. When you're along the right path, things kind of feel right. And when things feel right, we should follow this. This is actually intuition, actually, uh, but I didn't realise it at the time. But it felt completely right to me. I also left that investigation with a picture uh, of me pointing, um, saying there's, there's a man there. And when I was pointing, there's actually an orb that I'm pointing to. And so, to me, that was a huge message from Spirit saying, look, you're pointing at us, you can see us, you can sense us. And so I knew that that was the point to really follow that path and start to open up my spirituality. And so 
I then started to look into mediumship. I went, I took on some online courses. I started some, to read books about it. Um, Sonia Shuket was a, an author that I read in the very early days, The Diary of a Psychic, I believe the book was called. And um, it just gave her accounts of her abilities when she was younger, and what things she did, how she worked with spirit a bit. It's just a really lovely book, I thought, as I was opening up. It sort of held my hand a little bit on what I should experience and don't worry about this and don't worry about that. Because I think that's what we forget as well is when we start to open up to spirit, it's just like opening up the the box into this land of the unknown and we have no idea what to experience. We don't know if it's right or if it's wrong. Uh, we've got many fears connected to it because we hear all these bad stories of um, people getting hauntings and it's like, I want to be working with spirit but I don't want to get haunted and unless these worries start, then there's all the different equipment and all this. And I suppose this is one reason why I wanted to start these, these as well because the podcasts, because I think to discuss these and share my experience with people will hopefully shed a bit of light on things for people as well so that it will hopefully open up the world a bit to people and the spiritual world and the world of spirit in a very non-scary way um, because from my experience um, spirit is only love and light and inspiration and joy and so that's really what I hope to share a lot as well during these podcasts to take the worry away as well and I think by doing that it will hopefully open it up for people as well you know so I went on this investigation it was absolutely fantastic um but actually having said that it was kind of fantastic because we actually ended up going on Halloween actually was our first one interesting very spiritual time of the year as well um, there is no such thing as a, a coincidence um, so my one of my opening ups happened around this time, and so so yeah. Consequently, because it was Halloween, there were loads of people that were booked. Or well, not loads of them, but there was just a, group, a few small little group that were booked on, expecting it to be like a ghost train. Unfortunately, it wasn't. But they went around screaming the whole night. So yeah, um, it was mixed experiences with the first one. But having said that. When they were finally calmed down and we got some proper investigating going, I did get some great, great results. We heard people talking on phones. We heard doors slamming. I've actually since been back to that place, RAF Hunton, about five or six times with different teams. Um, and unfortunately now, it's unable to be investigated now. So it's out of bounds. So I was fortunate to get in there. But a real... I've heard such amazing things. I've heard people walking upstairs. I've seen doors opening and closing themselves. I've had a door not open on me. I've seen black shadows. I've heard footsteps. Um, and that's just in one place. I've had um, a lot of my... What happened was, because I started off in paranormal investigation, a lot of my development initially came from that side of things. Um, and so... Initially, I just went on paranormal investigations. Then I realised I wanted to go in deeper. So what happened following that was knowing that I needed to go in deeper, knowing that I wanted to get in deeper to all of it, was that I then wanted to sit in some circles. So circles for development are very important. And circles are where you work with spirit 
and develop your connection with spirit and with your spirit guides as well. Um, and it's where you really, I think you build lots of deep connections and important connections for the future. And so I did sit in a lot of circles actually. I set up my own circles as well. I set up a private circle, a closed circle. So I sat in open circles at churches and I also had a closed circle um, here in my little studio, which is a little, um, just off my house. Um, it's a little spiritual hub um, where I do all of my readings and all of my live streams and everything from here. Um, and so, so yeah, what I did is by sitting in these circles, I was able to really develop um give feed give people readings and get feedback on those readings so I could start to understand how I work with spirit and and that really just like I moved on so fast I couldn't believe it uh, before I knew it I was at mind body spirit events and had a table giving readings at mind body spirit events but for me it was kind of almost too fast it's quite interesting. I don't know whether Spirit was testing me out or whether it was literally just because my route involved a little bit of a detour. I'm not quite sure. So the the first thing that happened, so, so as I was developing, I did some mind-body-spirit first and I realised that I really just needed, I found it a bit too much like, driven by getting that money for your table in. And so for me, I actually veered away from Mind, Body, Spirit first for a time because I found it too, um, you were after that next person that walked past your table. And it was almost like forcing it too much, I feel. So it wasn't entirely the way that I was ready for working at that time. So I actually ended up pulling away a little bit from, from a mediumship, but not straight away. What happened was, is that I then, because I understood that meditation is very important in mediumship, and so I then, because the Buddhists are very specialists in meditation, I've got a local centre next to me, a local Buddhist centre next to me, and I started to attend this local Buddhist centre, a Kadampa Buddhist centre, and I learned all about meditation. But what happened was, is when I started to learn the teachings from this these meditation classes, they made a lot of sense to me and they really chimed deeply. So what happened was I actually got more and more into the Buddhism um, and I followed that path of Buddhism for about five or six years actually. And this path of Buddhism was, was clearly chiming with me, but it wasn't, it still wasn't where my true heart really was, if you like. So Consequently, I've kept all of those teachings, and and with me, I am I am spiritualist, I am Buddhist, and I'm neither. I am just me, Sam. Okay, so that's the way I very much work. I do. I go beyond religions, if you like. I do work within spiritualist religions, but I also work within Buddhist, and I work in neither. You know, that is how I work, and because we're all our individuals. So um, so this is the way that works for me and and at the end of the day I'm all about bringing love and light, joy and inspiration to people, that's what it's all about um, with compassion and wisdom you know um, and so that's what it's all about and what my approach is. So back to the Buddhism, 
So I studied Buddhism for about five or six years to the point where I was actually doing big retreats. Um, the biggest retreat was a counting retreat, which was over a month, and I counted over 100,000 mantras over a month. And I really did learn in that the power of my mind, the power of um, transformation, um, the power of of change as well. And for me, it's very, very important. Um, I learned a lot of things that have, have actually, I've spiritually grown through, through that. And so as a medium, I'm a spiritual person, so my, my spiritual development was assisted by that. But then what happened was, as I knew I wasn't complete because I hadn't really accepted myself for me still. So Buddhism was, was great in the fact that, that it also almost promotes not having a partner in a way and that because a partner becomes an attachment but in reality that was a useful distraction for me because not having a partner would mean I wouldn't have to face the true acceptance of who I was which was a gay man but this changed when I went to Pride in Hull and I was in the parade in Pride in Hull what happened was I went around that parade waving a flag um, and I realised why am I not getting out there I need to get out there and meet people. A few other things happened in conjunction with that that then meant that I got out there and finally met people, was prouded who I was. It's like, why don't I get, I should be prouded who I am. And it was like this like moment happened on that parade where I suddenly thought, why have I been waiting all these years? Well, the truth of it is that I've been waiting all the years because I wasn't ready for it actually until that point. And when I was on that parade, like this spark inside went and it was like, I need to get out there and meet people. And that's what I did. I, I then got on a dating app and I met lots of people for cups of coffee. Um, anyone that's dating, I could recommend this technique. Uh, the beauty of having a cup of coffee with someone is that you're not tied to them for a whole meal. So if you know there's not a connection there, then you don't have to um, be there for hours. Equally, if you do find a connection, you can have another coffee, go for lunch, you know. So I had lots of cups of coffee, and I was very fortunate to meet on one of those apps my wonderful husband, Francesco. And so following meeting him, I was still in the Buddhism at that point. Once I met Francesco, things really came together for me like they never had before. It was like Francesco was that last piece of jigsaw, um, that last piece of, of puzzle in that jigsaw that made it complete. And so when you put that last piece of jigsaw into that puzzle to make it complete, it just allowed me to really completely accept me for who I was um, and to let go of me as well. And then naturally, we then started to come around to the paranormal and Francesco had an interest in this. Francesco actually is a very talented artist and has an interest in the zodiac signs, spirituality. So there's this really lovely, beautiful connection that we had. Um, me also being a musician and artistic, that, that side of things artistic as well. And so 
We started watching these live streams from paranormal teams. One of them was one entity, funnily enough. We watched a lot of others as well. Um, but following that, watching these live streams, I was starting to go, well, there's a spirit there and there's a spirit there. And Francisco would go, what, really? But they're like, oh, yeah, I did mediumship years ago, but I kind of went out of it and I kind of stopped following that path. And, and then I'd be right with all these things that I was saying and everything. And so... And so what happened was is that suddenly there was like this point like, well, we should we should do more. And so Francesca was like, well, I'd like to go on some paranormal investigations. I'd be up for it. So that right, well, we'll we'll join a team. So we joined a team um, in York, um, and uh, Paranormal Research York was the team. And so what happened was we went on like one investigation with them first. And then we realised we liked the team, so we asked to join, and then. Um, I became a member as the medium um, and well initially it was just a member and then they realised I had the mediumship ability um, and then I became the me one of the mediums in the team um, and then following that um, lockdown happened so we did this incredible venue the, the Grand Opera House I believe it was in York I, I got some great information from Spirit about the child's name about a number of different spirits that were all in this building and it was all validated by the staff that worked there. It was an incredible experience and we had a great, great experience. It was an incredible night. So what happened was is that we we had a great, great night and so following that night, um, lockdown happened, literally almost like the next week lockdown happened. So I was intending on, on opening my page when maybe like eight months down the line, my parent, my um, my Sampert Psychic Medium page, I was planning on opening like eight months down the line. But suddenly lockdown happened and you could say like the rest is history really because I opened my page and it's not even two years old and I have almost 3,000 followers. And as I say, things just fitted into place. This is what we always have to look at. When things flow, there's a reason for them flowing and this is one of those things. I just thought, well... I'm not going to wait to get out there now. I'm just going to do it. And I just started doing live stream readings. And it just absolutely took off with so much validation for my readings um, and for my connections to spirit. I then connected to SBTV and started doing shows for them. Um, and then connected to Derek Akara and One Entity Paranormal as well. And so now um, I'm really out there, which actually kind of brings me on to right now. So right now, where am I at right now? So as you can see, I've gone through a lot of things. I've gone through a lot of different interests and, and experiences and everything. But right now, as I say, um, I am doing demonstrations face-to-face -face and online. I'm doing live stream readings on my page and also other various pages as well. Um, I've got my also, I've got my Sam supporters going, which is a private Facebook group. And you can join that for a monthly subscription. There's a connection to that on Patreon. That is um, patreon.com forward slash Sampert Psychic Medium, I believe. Uh, and so that there's that running as well. Um, and I also have my mentor programs. I have my my one-to-one -one mentors and my group mentors. And so, yeah, and I've also now got my podcasts that I've just begun. 
So it's really, really exciting. There is lots and lots of things happening. So, so this Mediumship Reflections podcast, I really hope is something that people are going to enjoy. Um, there are going to be discussions, interesting topics of discussion. And just I really hope that people really enjoy um, the content. By all means, feel free to connect to me and message me about what you would like to hear on podcasts. And I will um, do my best to get that out there. Um, but do message me if, if people are interested in a private reading as well um, about any lives that I've got coming up or any face-to-face events as well. So listen, everyone, that is a bit about me. So thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed this podcast, my very first podcast. And I look forward to discussing some more topics with you very, very soon. So um, thanks so much for listening to Mediumship Reflections with me, Sam Pert, Psychic Medium. Take care and stay safe and lots of love and light to you all. Connect to Sam on his website, sampert.co.uk on Facebook, Facebook forward slash Sampert Psychic Medium and Instagram at Sampert Psychic Medium. Oh.